Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, the best sports betting podcast in the galaxy because we are the only one that number one is presented by betonline.ag your online sports book experts just use promo code podcast one to get a 50 percent sign up bonus today but also because it's the only podcast i'm aware of that has the only two-time winner of the super bowl of professional football gambling the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Steve Fezzik, available at Fezzik Sports on Twitter and only at Fezzik Sports, along with a former NFL offensive lineman who studies this thing all day, every day, year-round to give you my insight. That would be me, Ross Tucker, at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We love, love, love your email questions in the off season. So please, please keep them coming. We are going to give you our first looks, first reads of the season win totals that have been posted beginning next week. So today we are going to recap our season win totals last year, and much like the season itself, we killed it. I mean, we absolutely killed it. Steve was up 12 units on the season win totals. I was up nine units, and our best bets went seven and two. What a year for the good guys. Unbelievable. So if you remember, we are a year-round podcast. And so we'll have some awesome guests. We'll have some listener guests. We'll even take a bunch of your listener questions. Those are some of the things that we do in the off season for on this show. We also dive into the Triple Crown and March Madness and things like that. But it's primarily a football first podcast. But we do essentially three reads of the season win totals. One is as soon as they come out, before free agency, before the draft. Another one 
is after free agency, after the draft, after those numbers have adjusted. And then the one that we actually get graded on is the one we do right before the season starts at the end of the preseason. Those are our official grades, but we do give you our first looks for those that we might feel strongly about now that you could place wagers on now. We will do that the next couple weeks. But again, and those lines will be presented by betonline.ag. Not only your online sportsbook experts, but our partners, our online sportsbook partners, using the promo code PODCAST1 so that you get the 50% welcome bonus. Those will be the people that will present our season win totals. They'll be right from betonline.ag the next couple weeks. But first today, we will go over our season win totals from last year. This is going to be fun. All right, Steve, let's start in the NFC where, and we'll start with the Arizona Cardinals. We go NFC West, then NFC North, then NFC South, then the NFC East. First team off the bat, the Arizona Cardinals was our first best bet. The number was five and a half. You and I both took the under on five and a half, two units, and they came in right at five, including a tie. We got that one, Steve, but that was that one was close. Yeah, I think wrong side winner here. The tie against Detroit week one. And let's face it, Cardinals and Murray exceeded expectations for most of the year. And, you know, sometimes you get fortunate. We knew Arizona had a very difficult divisional schedule, and ultimately that saved us. Yeah, I mean, we were both a little worried about Kyler Murray. Certainly Cliff Kingsbury as a first-time head coach. I know I thought that would cost them a couple games. Uh, I'm not sure it did. I'm not sure that was the difference in why they lost. I don't, I don't know. I thought he did a thought he had a fine year, actually. Uh, then we get to the L.A. Rams. Their total was 10. We both leaned to the under, but neither one of us was willing to pull the trigger on it. They finished at 9. So our lean was good, Steve. We, we should have bet it, uh, but they still ended up at 9. So There's a pretty good, pretty good line there by the odds makers. Super Bowl hangover hits, and it's difficult when you make it all the way to Super Bowl and then you don't get the victory. That can have um, long-lasting repercussions. So um, I think that the Rams, uh, obviously the girly contract is going to be a big problem moving forward. Goff not developing. We'll see if the Rams can get back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to bet that they don't. Next up, it's the Seattle Seahawks. Their win total was eight and a half. I put one unit on the over. You just leaned to the over. Boy, they got it done. 11 wins. Now, a lot of close wins. Some people say, Steve, that they were lucky, that it's fraudulent. I guess my perspective on that is when you have Russell Wilson, you're going to win more of those close games than you lose. They easily could have won that Niners game, the last game blah, blah, blah. So that was one unit that cashed for me. Your thoughts on the Seahawks? Yeah, when you have a top three quarterback, 
it is rarely wrong to play that team to go over eight and a half wins. I will say this. Seattle was phenomenal in close games. I think 11 and two in games decided by one score or less. However, in years prior to this year, Russell Wilson was just barely below 500 in those games. So it's easy to say he was clutch last year in these close games, but he wasn't clutch in the years before, or he was average clutch, if you will. So I wouldn't count on that continuing, but I would count on Russell Wilson continuing to be a tremendous quarterback. And if you have a really good quarterback in the NFL, you win nine or more games. So this one surprised me, Steve. Uh, The Niners were at eight. You and I both passed. I could have sworn we both took the over. But clearly, I was wrong. Very surprised. I thought you and I both took the over on them. I guess not. Uh, and we, he, uh, our grader, the Birdman, at L Birdman, Todd Bergman, he had a note that said, this is going to be a huge over for you, Steve, until the injuries. So I'm, I'm wondering if McKinnon and some of these guys that got hurt you know, scared us off. Yeah, sometimes you overreact to some injury reports in August, and I know the Niners had some of them, and I was very bullish on Jimmy G and company. So I guess I didn't, um, on your show here, I guess I didn't actually fire on the over. So obviously San Francisco, the um, they got train wrecked with the quarterback injuries the year before, down to the third-string quarterback, and it all came together this past year and over eight um, in retrospect, was one of the very best bets on the board. Yeah, I'm shocked that we were 7-2 on our best bets, that you were up 12 units, I was up 9 units, and neither one of us had a play on the Niners. I thought that was a 2-unit bet for both of us, so you never know. We do this kind of three times a year, but I guess right before the season, they had had those preseason injuries, and it It scared us off. Let's get to the NFC North, where the Bears' win total was nine. It's our second best bet, Steve. We both put one unit on the under, which meant we thought under, but we didn't feel real strongly about it. The Bears ended up winning eight, so we win one unit each, another best bet, and I would say another pretty good line there by the odds makers. Yeah, and I think what happened here with the Bears winning 12 games in 2018, everything broke right for them. They had a very easy schedule. They had very few injuries. Trubisky played way above his potential. And so things were aligned for them to come back down to earth with teams in their division that were going to play better. So I'm not surprised that we both were on the under, and I do think it was the right side. Bears, pretty average team last year. For the Packers, I leaned over. Man, I wish I would have played that. Their win total was nine. They got 13. That's that's one I should have pulled the trigger on. You passed. Then we get to Detroit. We both like the under seven for the Detroit Lions. Two units we put on the under. Another best bet. Both of those cash for us. Two units each. Although I will say this, Steve. We probably got fortunate there that Stafford got hurt. No doubt about that, but I will say this. Whenever you've got a team 
I would say the sweet spot of season wins is if you can get a way below average team under seven or seven and a half, it seems like those seem to cash year after year after year. Uh, a team with a suspect coach and not a very good roster. And, you know, that's a sweet spot that I'm going to continue to look for going forward. Moving forward, speaking of that, let's get to the Vikings. Another best bet. I only put one unit on the over nine games. You put two units on the over nine games. They won 10. So two more units for you, Steve. One for me. Kirk Cousins and the boys came through. It is very interesting to me how often the odds makers are only off by one game. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty darn good. Yeah, and you know what? It used to be in Vegas when they first put up season wins. If you made a bet on a season win, they, Vegas would move it half a game, and Vegas learned very quickly half a game is too much to move. You just got to move the vigorous because so many of these teams do land right on the number. In Zimmer, we trust. Zimmer, a top-five coach that no one realizes is a top-five coach. It is rarely wrong to bet on Mike Zimmer when his team is playing in any capacity. Then we get to the NFC South. We start with the Bucks. Their total was six and a half. You and I both leaned to the over, and they got it. They got seven wins, Steve, but we only leaned. There's another one. They said six and a half. They got seven. Then we go to the Saints. Their win total was ten. You and I both leaned under for the Saints at ten. They won 13. I'm surprised we leaned under there, Steve. We expected regression from Drew Brees, and it didn't happen. Brees played really well. And let's face it, when Brees was out, that probably helped Brees that he got to play a shortened season. And Teddy Bridgewater was quite capable filling in for Brees. And, heck, even Taysom Hill had a great year. So a quarterback play was stellar for the Saints. Then you get to the Falcons. We both passed, just didn't have a good read on that football team. Their win total was eight and a half. They only got seven. We also passed on Carolina, another team we didn't have a great feel for. Their win total was eight. We each passed and ended up being five. Both of us were a little nervous about the Cam Newton health situation, and rightfully so. Yeah, and Kyle Allen had a few miracles early in the year, but then eventually it caught up to him. And I got to tell you, Carolina, not looking good going forward. If you don't have a quarterback, you've got issues in the NFL. We'll get to the NFC East now. I put two units on the over for the Dallas Cowboys. You leaned over. The win total was nine, and they didn't get there. They didn't get there. They only won eight games. I lost two units. That, I mean, I I am, like, shocked. Because I remember saying, Steve, I distinctly remember saying this, at worst, it will be a push. And if you look at the stats for the Cowboys, yards per play, for and against, etc., you would go right back in August and you would bet five times as much on the over. And again, you'd say the worst that we could possibly do is a push yet somehow, despite all those gaudy stats, 
Uh, Garrett and company only won eight games in aberration. They should have won ten. Unbelievable. Let's get to the Redskins. This is when you made some big bets, Steve. The Redskins' win total was six and a half. This was a best bet for us. I went two units on the under. You went three units on the under. They only won three games. So another best bet that comes through for us. Two more units for you. I mean, for me, three more units for you. When you do three units, Steve, you you really feel strongly. Both of us. Yeah, and I think the Redskins are just an organization that you want to go against every which way possible. You've got a disenchanted fan base, limited home field advantage, uh, players, you know, calling out ownership on how they're how they're being treated and their health. A lot to dislike about the Redskins, and I don't know if it gets better anytime soon. Yeah, wow. Um, then we get to the Eagles. I passed on ten and a half. You leaned to the over. I had some concerns about injuries for them, and that sort of came to fruition. And as a result, I am very glad that I did not take the over ten and a half because they only got to nine. Then we get to the Giants. It was six games. I passed. You went three more units on the under that Daniel Jones would start by October, and you were right. Three more units. They only got four wins, Steve. Three more units for you there. Yep, goes back to if you don't have a quarterback, you're in deep trouble in the NFL. And I know Eli is going to make the Hall of Fame, but Eli was a bottom bottom starting quarterback and I had no confidence in Daniel Jones and um, the giant defense was bad and I guess the only problem I had with the Giants bet the only concern I had was that they got to play the Redskins twice so obviously nailed both of those teams just having very poor years you do though Steve have confidence in your undergarments as you tell me about off the air all the time absolutely Tommy John when it comes to comfort down below There's underwear, there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John, they don't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee comfortable staple-put waistbands, and a range of fabrics, luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking. That was big in Miami to have that moisture-wicking. Breathable and designed to move with you, not against you. That means there's no bunching, no riding up. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Give three Fs about your underwear. Upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash even money for 20% off your first order. 
That's TommyJohn.com slash evenmoney, 20% off, Ross. I love it, 20% off. I also love the AFC season win totals. We both passed on the Chiefs. They were at 10.5. I leaned under. They got to 12. Then for Denver, they were at 7. We both passed, and the number hit exactly 7, Steve, for the Denver Broncos. More value of getting the very best number in the season wins. And, yeah, I think that Denver should have won about seven games. That was one where they met expectations, obviously. Let's get to some more best bets. The Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders. Their season win total was six. You and I both put a unit on the under. They got to seven. Our first best bet that we lose. Give them credit, Steve. They found a way to get to seven wins. Yeah, misread by both of us. Obviously, Oakland deserved to win seven, if not eight. And let's face it, their um, their new additions to the team, Waller, was really good at tight end and um, picked up a great running back and uh, just a, a nice job all the way around by Gruden and company, and they were in contention for the playoffs. So uh, under six, we were drawn dead most of the way. The Chargers, their win total was 10. We both put two big units on the under. They only got to five. So two more units for me, two more units for you. That one felt like a pretty good bet. That one I felt pretty good about. Yeah, no confidence in Anthony Lynn as a head coach, and Philip Rivers goes from number seven in QBR to number 23. He aged throughout the year, Ross. By the end of the year, you know, all the talk now during the offseason is like, oh, well, where's Rivers going? And I, I have to ask, who is going to want him the way he was playing last year, and now he's a year older? Yeah, I'll be curious. He had a good year in 2018, so we'll see whether or not people think he really fell off a cliff or not. We get to the Colts. Their number was seven. I put a unit on the over. I don't remember if we had the Andrew Luck. We must have had the Andrew. We had the Andrew Luck information because that's why the total was seven because it was higher when they had Luck. I took the over anyway because I thought with Brissett, they'd still get to seven wins at worst, and that's exactly what happened. So that was a push for me. We get to Jacksonville. I passed on the Jags at seven and a half. You put two units on the over based on Foles. He got hurt right away, didn't play very well, and they finished with six, Steve. Yeah, that's a bad bet. The Jacksonville defense really played poorly, and and let's face it, the fact that Jacksonville almost made the Super Bowl that one year, I guess, um, clouded my mind. The bottom line is, you've got to wonder about the motivation of the players in Jacksonville. It just looks like it's a paycheck city, Ross, where players go there, and uh, they just don't buy into the winning like they do in other cities. Have you been in a locker room like that, where a lot of the players just um, aren't... um, um, aligned or aren't doing the things that are necessary to uh, to win games, Ross. Yeah, you know what? Um, I've definitely been places where you could tell not everybody necessarily wanted to be there. I think that's probably a good way to describe it. Um, let's get to the, A- the rest of the AFC South. We both passed, 
both the Texans and the Titans. Didn't feel like we had a great feel for either one. The Texans were eight and a half. They got to 10. The Titans were seven and a half. They got to nine. So the over would have been the play for both of those. But we didn't have a good read on them. We didn't even have a lean. For the Ravens, this is another one. I thought we both took the over for the Baltimore Ravens. We didn't, Steve. We just leaned over with their total at eight. Boy, does it feel like we're dummies now as they got 14 wins. The interesting thing about the Ravens is that money poured in on the under before the season started, and then Lamar Jackson made the betting markets look foolish as, of course, he had an absolutely stellar year, figured out how to throw the ball during the offseason. Then we get to the Steelers. This one is frustrating because the total was nine. You and I both put two units on the over. It was our best bet. And Roethlisberger gets hurt in the first game. And they still get to eight wins. Still. I mean, we almost pushed anyway. And with Roethlisberger, we would have crushed the over. Uh, But you know what? We benefited from some good fortune. Others, this is one where we got hurt by some good fortune. And we still might have stolen the push if Juju didn't get hurt, if James Conner didn't get hurt. Let's face it, uh, Steelers just got decimated by injuries all the way around. That stunk. For the Bengals, uh, their number was five and a half. I put one unit on the under. Didn't have a whole lot of faith in Zach Taylor. And they got two. They got two wins. So that was one unit for me. We both passed the Buffalo Bills at seven and a half. That would have been a good over team. The Browns, their win total was nine. People laughed at me when I said I was taking the under. Laughed on at me on Cleveland radio. Two units under for me. Two units under for you. Irrational exuberance on the Browns. Last year, they were the fifth most bet team to win the Super Bowl. And I still can't explain it other than, obviously, you get the skill position players and you get the Baker hype. Bottom line is horrible coach in Freddie Kitchens, an organization that has never won. And that's more important than having a few guys that uh, make really good commercials. As for the rest of the AFC East, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the New England Patriots, we passed on all those, Steve, passed on all of them, uh, decided against doing anything there. The Dolphins got five, surprisingly. The Jets got seven, which is probably about where we thought they'd be. And the Patriots got 12. Can you believe over 11 and a half? Would have been a good bet on the Patriots again. It is amazing how the Patriots, year after year after year, have found a way to get over 11.5 on their season win number. Belichick, greatest of all time. So, for the year, Steve, we were 7-2 and two on our best bets on the season win totals, which would make us 40-24-3. and three. On the year, if you include them with our weekly wagers, I was up nine units on the season win totals. You were up 12 units, which would put us at plus 35 and plus 25 
for the year, if included, with our weekly over-unders and lines. So what an unbelievable year for us. It was a blast. And next week, we will start to dive into our first read, not our official plays, but our first read, which might include us telling you some win totals we really like starting next week. Make sure you listen to that and make sure you listen to today's Ross Tucker football podcast as well with Andrew Brandt. He was excellent. Check out Steve at Fezzik Sports. Everything he does is excellent. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.